hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Amplified Your Confidence podcast. So happy to see you guys again. Season two just started again, and this is our episode two. I'm very happy to welcome Derek Smith, our guest speaker today. Hello, how are you? It's a, it's a <laughs> pleasure to be here, me. So good to see you. Yeah, so firstly, let me introduce you with our lovely audience. And then after that, we're going to dig into the topic that we have today. Yeah? Love it, love it. So Derek Smith is a public speaking coach and professional event host and master of ceremonies. He is known for his contagious energy and his ability to engage audience with professionalism, humor, and rapid fire delivery. He proudly supports international entrepreneurs and speakers by teaching them simple techniques to defy, refine, and practice their virtual event speaking in private. We hopefully gonna learn a lot from him today. We met each other on a business retreat in Madeira in 2021 and follow each other journey since then. Derek, I'm super happy to have you here and can't wait for the audience of Amplify Your Confident Podcast to learn from you. Let's one again welcome the one and only Derek Smith. <laughs> ah, thank you very much, me. And that's amazing that is again that we met back in 2021 and here we are still at it. And even you and I were such international people that we quite literally bumped into each other on the street. What was that? Yes. About, about four weeks ago, you and I bumped into each other. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. The world sometimes small. Mm, it's amazing to catch up with you a little bit in Lisbon Definitely. about a month ago. So like I said, um, I the podcast is going to be in two parts. Uh, the first part is I'm going to put you into a game. Are you ready for this? This is going to be... Uh, a- I'm very <laughs> excited about the game, yes. Yes, so it's called Hot Seat Game. So I'm going to just ask you super quickly uh, five questions. And then you give me whatever answer you, you don't have to think. And you're not allowed to think. Whatever come up into your mind first, you let me know. Okay, it's just a very nice way for the audience to learn a little bit more about you. Okay, so the first question C, what does confidence mean to you? Confidence means uh, having an understanding of who you are as a person. So one of those things is having a purpose. And when you have a purpose, you can become confident in how you present yourself to the world. Oh, nice. This is my first go-to question always to ask the guests, and I never hear a similar answer how confidence means to them. The second one is, what was the best advice you ever received? Ooh, best advice I ever received. So funny because instantly my mind went to the worst advice I ever received, not the best advice I ever received. So um, I think that the best advice I have ever received was actually just making sure that you keep an eye on your accounting so that way you make sure you pay your taxes because you know nothing's worse as entrepreneurs and people who are building businesses to just let certain things slip and i think uh in general it kind of makes a lot of people uncomfortable to have to look through their finances make sure that they're up to date on what's going on well best advice i ever got was just like stay on top of things have an understanding of what's going on in your business keep your finger on the pulse of what's going on in your business because come tax time you will be looking to kind of make sure that you submit that stuff accurately because otherwise if you don't you could find yourself in a little bit of trouble now 
that's not that it will happen. The advice is, of course, keep your finger on the pulse. Mm, nice. What is your biggest learning for the first few months of 2023? Ooh, very good. Uh, for 2023, my biggest learning so far, and I think it's going to be something that I take with me throughout the course of this year, which is balance. Having balance is very important. I think we can all find ourselves at varying times in our lives where we have found ourselves maybe working too hard, working too frequently, not necessarily stopping and smelling the roses. And so for me, earlier on this year, I almost realized in the first week of the year, wait a second, I'm doing too much. I'm already moving too fast balance. So for me, the best learning I've gotten so far is balancing my life. And as we are just into the year now, I'm already feeling the value of just having a little bit more balance in my life. Mm, yes, especially as an entrepreneur and running your own business, I think it's very Absolutely. important uh, to find the balance. Mm. Mm, definitely. Okay, number four. What are the most proud thing you can tell? You can tell a uh, 10 years old, Derek. So, what are the most proud things? you can tell a 10 years old you. So if I were to go talk to a 10 year old me, which by the way, would have been a very cute child, just for the record, adorable. <laughs> uh, I think what I would say to that person, to that young child is like, you know what, in general, just don't worry too much. Everything seems to find a way to work itself around. I think growing up as a kid, Um, I grew up very early on. We started to move around a lot. We were moving my entire childhood. And for me, it just was ingrained inside of me that I wanted to see the world and I wanted to travel the world. And I remember being a kid, being a teenager, even being in my early 20s, almost worrying that I was never going to get to see the world. And now I look back and I'm like looking at sort of my travel calendar. And it's like, I've been literally traveling for almost 15 years straight all around the world. So to some extent, it was like, don't worry, you're going to get plenty of travel in your life, you know, because mm -hmm. it just, in general, it's like, um, it's almost like inside of me, I knew I need, need, needed and wanted to do it. And almost just the advice I'd give myself is like, well, if you want it, and if you feel like you need it, rest assured, you'll get it. And so that's mm -hmm. sort of one of those things I would have told myself. Nice. Okay, we come to the last questions. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> the last one is, what makes you feel the most alive? Um, I, I think the answer may be rather obvious for someone like me, but for me, nothing makes me feel more alive than putting a microphone in my hand and standing in front of a stage of people or an audience of people and being able to just express myself. Um, the part that makes me feel alive is that when I'm standing on a lot of these stages that I find myself on, there's like a part or a moment when I'm speaking where I'm actually observing myself speaking and realizing like, who's saying this? Like, where is this coming from? Because like, I'm capable of observing that Derek is saying something, entertaining people, communicating with all these people, but yet I'm also in the background observing mm -hmm. myself doing it. And it just lights me up to know that like, 
I'm clearly doing what it is I do best when I'm standing on stage because I do it almost unconsciously. It just shines through me. And for me, that lights me up more than anything. Amazing. Wow. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, a lot of people would be frightened about it in front of thousands of people and on stage. That's the yeah. reason why the topic of our episode today is going to be speak with confidence. And I cannot mm -hmm. think of any better guest speaker than you to deliver this topic. So um, without further ado, we're going to go to the next one, the next part of this to learn more from you about how we can speak with confidence, I guess, not only on a stage, but just present ourselves on a daily basis with companies because that's the skills that I believe everyone needs to have. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, abso absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a few questions that I prepare and then uh, we see how our conversation go. Okay. So the, the first one is what are the common reasons that people struggle with speaking with con confidently? Or in another way, I also can say like speaking in public, for example. So what do you think are the most common reasons why people so struggle with that? Yeah, that's, um, it's, I mean, it's a great question. And, and, and the truth is, everyone has different reasons for why they struggle with their communication, their speaking, uh, mm -hmm. especially in a public speaking scenario, whether it's at a virtual stage, a live stage, or even just in conversation, maybe in a meeting or a pitch meeting or something. And I can say my clients have a wide variety of different things, but one of the ones that I find people present to me when they first come and they talk to me about their problems or how they're looking to kind of become more confident in their speaking. One of the big ones is that they feel as though they need to embellish or exaggerate or make them sound larger than they actually are. And so one of the ways I find that the best way to kind of just encourage confidence is just making sure that people understand that speaking the truth is imperative to your success when it comes to speaking. As long as you understand, yes, what you're here to do and why you're speaking in front of these people, whether it's an audience or maybe it's just one-on-one -on -one for coffee. Why you're there speaking is important to understand that this is my passion, this is my mission, this is who I am and what I'm doing. And then from that point, you're pretty well set up. Your structure is there. It's now just speaking the truth about that and not feeling the need to go, you know, um, I've helped over 1 million clients do the thing. It's like, you know, if that's not true, don't don't say that. You don't need to make it sound bigger than it is. Just tell the truth. And in some respects, just being able to express that you are on a moving train, something that's already in flow. People will attach themselves to that and go like, wow, that person seems to really be passionate about what it is they're doing. I want to get involved in that. And just being able to speak truth keeps that confidence in you to know that, hey, at least I'm telling the truth. And in turn, you can kind of let it flow from that point. So for me and for a lot of the clients that I work with, I find that a lot of them show up and they start talking or they start speaking with me. And I can tell right away they're being inauthentic. And so we obviously like to pull that back and go, okay, now let's just really get down to this and decide who are you, what's your mission, what's your passion, and let's just work with the truth first. And we don't need to make it sound bigger than it actually is. Mm. 
Nice. So you actually already answered the second question that I have for you. Like how can how can they overcome the challenge that they have? So one of the first suggestions that you have, I understand, is that just come to your core values of who you are, uh, what are your mission, what are your purpose, and then just speak it authentically first to deliver mm -hmm. what you want to deliver. And then, but then how they actually can improve their public speak, uh, speak, speaking skills, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, no, that's right. No, that's good. Uh, no, it's a great question. And also I should say, it's, it's the answer that a lot of people kind of cringe when I tell them, but you can't avoid it. But it's that if you want to get better at anything, this is going to the gym, this is doing anything. I got to exactly. be honest with you, you need to practice, right? So practice is the thing that makes it better. And I think a lot of people will go like, well, right off the bat, it's like, if right now I was thinking to myself, oh, I got to go to the gym, but I haven't been there in a while. I don't feel very confident in showing up at the gym. I know everybody else is healthier than me. So, you know, you almost almost are reluctant to go. I can also say when it comes to public speaking, of course, right now on day one, you're going to feel a little uncomfortable to kind of get in and start practicing. But I got to say, it's like, it's the practice that is ultimately going to be the fun part for you. Because being able to practice your public speaking can be a lot of fun. And a lot of people think, yeah, I know, but there aren't a lot of places for me to practice. And I would disagree with that, because I actually think there's a ton of places you can practice before going and communicating in front of your clients, your customers, your community, or whoever. I mean, there are Toastmasters events all around the world. So if you ever want to do live speaking go to a toastmasters event as you probably know me i offer practice events where people actually come in and they they just speak at into a camera in front of a small group and it's designed for people to make mistakes because mm -hmm. it's how we learn it's how we get better so you can stumble over your words mm -hmm. and then sort of pick yourself up and do it better next week so um practicing is essentially how people are capable of just getting better at it and then starting to realize, okay, wait, this is not as scary as I thought of it was because like me, you and I have in the past, plus you and everyone, you know, you've had plenty of conversations in your life where you've sat across from somebody having coffee and freely communicating back and forth, back and forth. That's essentially what public speaking is too, except people add this layer of complexity where they make it seem as though it's way more complicated than that. I really need to make it really perfect. It's like, relax. You've been speaking your entire life. Just get through it and get to the point. End every sentence you have with a period and you'll be like, oh, wait, I've done this a billion times before. So it's like there is a sense where like once you start getting into practice, you'll realize, oh, wait, this is no different than having coffee with my friend and just, speaking, you know, so that's what it is. It's practice. And it's like just like going to the gym. You got to go work out a little bit to get better at it. And then suddenly you can enter into the flow. Yeah, I totally agree with uh, with the practice part. Some people just um, really already think they are bad at it. And instead of making an actions of, uh, yeah, mm -hmm. taking some change, uh, they just think they already better it and don't do anything about it. But I yeah, think it's, it's true. 
at the end of the day, that's the skill. And without practice, you cannot gain it. Um, yeah, and also, you always go ahead. One question that I prepare because I was just <laughs> wanted to ask, like, if people don't have an access to a formal training or coaching or public speaking, what else they can do for themselves? But you already mentioned Toastmaster in every city. Uh, yeah. You have the online, the virtual practice events. Um, but guys, listen, you need to attend it one every Tuesday, right? Um, hey, yeah, we do. Yeah, we definitely we do a public one every single Tuesday for people mm -hmm. to come in and yeah. test it out and give it a try. Yeah, it's always yeah. a fun event for everyone. Yeah, I I did attend it I think twice, and yeah, that's uh, the right. fun the fun thing about that is that uh, I just. Yeah, I can speak in front of people that I even don't know. Uh, and then uh, the best thing is I get instant feedback to mm -hmm. what like I'm not good at. Even it's just like you have an ideas or you have a new client next morning that you need to talk to them. You can actually come to direct event and just speak about it and get constant feedback and to see where you can improve. So Absolutely. nowadays, I think when people want to learn something or improve of some skills they cannot blame on oh i don't have access because there's so many yeah. things resource available on the internet just like you can just open even youtube to learn yeah that's exactly <laughs> yeah so exactly. so the the wow we are fast like boom 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 you know what to talk about this definitely <laughs> this is comes it's so almost, naturally it's almost like i speak yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have one more question about what are some practical tips or techniques that people can use to feel more confident when speaking in front of others? So if you could share with our audience what kind of your go-to tips or technique that they can imply immediately after listening to our conversation today. Right. Well, I mean, as you can appreciate, as you practice and as you get more familiar with how your voice resonates with your audiences, with the people that you work with, you can start to include different skills and tactics. But what I often do with my clients is I keep things as simple as possible. And keeping it simple for me is kind of my ethos. It's exactly how I help people kind of find their own voice and establish their speaker persona. And what I do right off the bat is I just say from a from a crafting a message perspective, it's really keeping it super simple. And here's how it's gonna go. I'm actually gonna put you a little bit on the spot, me, if that's okay. And what I wanna ask you, just as, as the first piece of the puzzle, let's call it a sandwich, okay? And in this sandwich, we got three parts. We got bread, we got meat, and we got, well, actually, I don't eat meat. So let's go bread, let's go, I don't know, what do I put in a sandwich these days? I don't know, falafel bowl? and then another piece of bread, okay? So the first piece of bread is essentially the introduction. And so me, like I said, I'll put you on the spot. What is your name? My name is me. Right, so <laughs> right off the bat, thank you so much. You're, you're, you're not, no, you know, you did great, you did great. This is exactly right. It's, it is that, it's simply understanding that if we just take another second and reconsider how we actually show up and present ourselves. Mm -hmm. Whether again, you know, I work specifically with virtual event speakers, but when they show up, if you just showed up and go, hi, I'm me, 
and just let some dead air happen, mm-hmm. it doesn't really engage with the audience. So what I like to do right off the bat is one of those skills that I like to teach people. It's not even a skill. It's simply just taking a moment to consider who you are and expressing your entire name. I'll give you my example of me. For myself, and I don't mean me, you, I mean me, me. <laughs> what I'm saying is for myself, it's it's very simple and it's habitual. It's, hi, I'm Derek Smith. I'm an event host, coach, and master of ceremony. That's my intro. So it's a five second, what's your name? You know what I mean? It's not only just your name, it is essentially what is your position? What is it you are doing? What is it you are presenting yourself is? What? Why did you show up to this event today? And just being able to have that intro. So then before, as we go into the falafel bowl, which is the middle of your sandwich, we'll back to anything that is relevant to why you're coming to speak today. So that changes every time. So perhaps today I'm coming here to speak with you, me. And so I know I'm gonna be talking about public speaking. So what it is, is my falafel ball is going to be about the stuff that I do. This is super simple for me to talk about. And then finally, and the most probably one of the most important, if not the most important pieces of the puzzle, which is the final piece of bread, which is your call to action making sure that you actually have something you can point me to after you've said everything you've just said. Because there's a very good chance either A, I got distracted by a cloud in the sky while you were talking at your event and I completely didn't listen to anything you said, or I wasn't really understanding what you were said, but I'm sort of interested in what you got going on. Or finally, maybe I just popped into the event at the last second and I really only heard the last bit that you said. All the more reason why your call to action is so important because that's when you can kind of say, if you want to learn more about public speaking and how you can up-level your virtual event appearances, check me out on Instagram at Mr. Derek Smith. So that way, at the very least, you know exactly how you can engage with me, how you can find me. So having this sandwich, again, is your introduction the meat of your sandwich and then finally your call to action. So it's simply presenting these three pieces and then going, okay, I have to show up to some podcast later today. What am I going to do? It's like, well, just get your three pieces in line. And from that, as I mentioned earlier, tell the truth and just fit within those pieces. If you fit within those three pieces, you'll get your message out. It'll be clear. And at the very least, you'll have that call to action, which will have people going like, you know what? I didn't really understand what Derek just said, but I do know I'm going to go check him out on Instagram at Mr. Derek Smith. And then at that point, you then can inquire a little bit further. So that's number one. It's crafting a message and understanding how do I show up at any given event? Just show up with those three pieces. That's number, I mean, that's one of the many (laughs) things that I like to work with my clients. Yeah. Nice. How about I practice that right on spot after that? Because Wait, are you suggesting that you want to practice this right now, me? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, because I think then it's very clear for our audience how to use the, this Ooh. unique technique. It just the first layer of bread, the falafel balls, and the last piece of bread, right? That so let me great. try it. Let me try it again. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. I think that's great. Uh, and I appreciate <laughs> your courage. This is great. Yeah, then I can get feedback instantly. Why not? <laughs> exactly. I'm and, here to give it to you. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's very important to be the example of how to show people. And then after that, they don't feel uh, scary to try it out. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So my name is me. I'm the host 
of the Amplify Your Confidence podcast. In the podcast, you're going to be able to join different conversations with different experts come from all over the world, from business owners, entrepreneurs, and coaches. Um, and if you want to listen to this podcast, don't forget to go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or YouTube, and search for Amplify Your Confidence podcast. I see you there. Beautiful. That is exceptional, me. First off, I got to commend you for your courageousness for just doing it. Number two, though, I want you to know that you followed exactly that's the sandwich. You did your introduction. You then told us a little bit about your podcast, and then you told us where we can go. So all things considered, great. I also want to commend you for another couple things that you did, which were great, which was that your eye contact was on Point. I cannot stress this enough. It's the simplest thing in the world, and yet it is the most difficult thing to do, especially for people on any of these virtual events, which is like keeping your eyes locked on the lens. It's like it's the only way you can look at your audience. You know, you've seen a lot of people at other virtual events or anything really, like in a meeting or stuff like that, where they are kind of just going like, yeah, 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 and they're not really paying attention. And when they do that, they aren't connecting with you in any way. This, of course, it comes from live stage events, where when you're standing on a stage with a microphone, it's very difficult, but you have to do it. You got to make eye contact with the people in the audience. That's how you connect with people. And so when it comes to virtual events, being able to contact or make contact with the lens, that's the only way to look in people's eyes. And so I just am saying you yourself did a great job with your eye contact because you were looking at me when you're doing it. You were looking right at your lens. Of course, you're a pro me, so that was awesome. One other thing that you could just consider while you're doing it, it's not a must, but it's an idea, is like being able to set time expectations, so time management. So you mm -hmm. can always try this out. It always sounds really good. Again, it's not a must, but it's like a little trick where you could always say something like, Hi, my name's Derek Smith. I'm an event host, coach, and master of ceremonies. In the next 30 seconds, I'm going to explain to you mm. how dot, dot, dot. And then in turn, in the next 30 seconds, as long as I match it and I don't go for two minutes, because then suddenly you did not you did not follow through with your promise. If you can keep it in that time period, suddenly you've set their expectations. And then your audience is like, okay, I got 30 seconds for this. Let me listen. Because you, you know just mm. as much as I do me, anyone is capable of just going, okay, I'm done with this. I'm going to the next thing. I'm done with this. I'm going to the next thing. So if you can just shoot it out there, it's like, hey, listen, let me just take one minute of your time to explain to you something. It's like, that's one of those other really good tricks to kind of keep people engaged. Amazing. Thank you so much, Derek. In just such a short conversation, I feel like I and the audience learn a lot from you. And actually, the thing looking to the camera didn't come to me naturally. I remember it's from your feedback from one of the events. Yeah. I mean, yes. again, it's just one of those things because, like, I know it just seems very simple to say, and I won't harp on this too long, but it really does make a difference where I go, like, are you, are you here with me right now? Because yeah. it seems like you're kind of looking over here and you're talking. And in turn, people are like, you're not connecting with me. It's like, yeah, look mm -hmm. at these people and make eye contact with them. Mm -hmm. So that way, if, if they are watching the video, if they're watching the event, they'll know you're looking at them. But then we also got to remember, and this is one last thing I'll leave with you here, me, is that like some people are folding laundry 
and listening or doing the dishes and listening to your event. They're not watching any of it. So it's a good opportunity to also kind of, especially in small group settings, is remember that like people's names are quite literally written in most softwares right on the screen right now. Like I can see your name, me right now. So mm -hmm. if ever you want to engage with an audience, you can always call someone out directly and just kind of go like, hey, me, just wanted to make sure that you knew that I'm talking to you right now. And they're like, oh, you're talking to me right now. Exactly. So like you can obviously make eye contact. I put that in quotations, but make eye contact by quite literally calling a person's name out at an event. Mm -hmm. It works like a charm mm -hmm. and makes them feel special. Yeah, definitely. I always feel special if someone remember my name. It, it not like not everyone remember my name though, but it's still very special. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you so much for all the tips. It's really fun chatting to you and learning well, uh, from you. So yeah, for the well, last part, where ooh. the audience can find you, can you just say out loud your website, your Instagram, and then I'm going to surprise them by one of the offers that you have for the audience today. Awesome. Yeah, that's great. Well, of course, as with, uh, I mean, a lot of people will find me on my website, which is Mr. Derek Smith. Com. It's exactly as it sounds. Derek Smith, probably one of the most Canadian names you can ask for. .com, you can check me out there. But what I offer, among other things, before me jumps into it, is I like to provide my clients with one-on-one -on -one coaching so we can brainstorm, hone a message, and also help boost people's confidence when it comes to their virtual event public speaking. Now, if that's not something for you and that's something that you're not ready to jump into, that's okay because I also provide video coaching courses, courses that you can just sort of take on yourself and learn and get comfortable with how it is you show up to virtual events. And then as we alluded to earlier, I and also there are lots of other options. You can just practice with one of our practice events or workshops and just come in, take part and also be able to just express your message in a way where you're like, Nobody knows your business or nobody knows your passion like you do, but I bet you a lot of you have a hard time expressing it accurately or in the way that you want to. A little bit of practice can get that message out. And then once it becomes habitual, it's very easy for you to show up at any of these places. And if somebody just pulls you up on stage or just says, hey, me, tell me a little bit about yourself, you'll just habitually jump into that bit and be able to express yourself very clearly. So I love providing people with that stuff. And so to answer your question to me, check me out at MrDerekSmith.com. <laughs> Thank you. And for a limited time only, Mr. Derek Smith is offering 50 Amplified Your Confident podcast listeners 60% off for yes. the ultimate package video coaching uh, to master virtual events. So mm -hmm. everything, uh, every information I'm going to put in the description of the podcast, you also can use the promo code CONFIDENCE123 to get the 60% off. Yes. Oh yeah, it's pretty awesome. Now me, I will say I'm honored that I get an opportunity to offer this to your community because I think a lot of people in your community would get great value out of this. And so at 60% off, I just simply want to get it into as many hands as possible. The types of things you're going to cover off in the course, among other things, is simple things like we've even gone over on this call, like, you know, like things like eye contact and also audience engagement, time management, 
confidence, determination, also kind of discovering sort of what some of these special ingredients are that you can leverage to make yourself a little bit more appealing and engaging to your audience. Plus also, also we will find ourselves kind of exploring your speaker persona, which is super important. It's kind of like understanding who you are when you show up to any of these things, when you show up as a public speaker, understanding who you're talking to, stuff like that. And so even in the video coaching course, which is something you'll do independently, it's something that you can do on your own. And then once you have that information in front of you, you never have to forget it. Yeah, I love it. I believe it. you doesn't need to be like business owner, entrepreneurs, managers, leaders to be better at public speaking, um, you can benefit so much if you really get on these skills at employers or even on the daily basic at, at work. It's gonna you're gonna get so much advantage if you know how to present better um, yourself. Yeah. Exactly, so yeah. guys, don't don't sleep that opportunity is away. Yeah. So Derek once again, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a pleasure talking to you. <laughs> I agreed. I love it. And also, me, I got to say, those five little kind of lightning round questions at the beginning, that was nice. Just put me on the hot seat, you know? I love that. <laughs> I think that's so much fun. Yeah. So, everyone, thank you so much for uh, tuning in and listening to our conversation uh, with us today. Don't, mm -hmm. don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at amplifyyourconfident underscore podcast. Send me questions or requests if you have any. And we're going to see each other at the next episode. Bye bye. bye. <laughs>